your martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now... I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of fail. And immediately, I don't know how to start this. <laughs> Man, how many titles does this movie have? Uh, ah. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't know where you watched it. I watched this on Tubi. Uh, yes, and that's it, where I've seen this movie. Too. Yeah, and this is called The Pit Fighter there. And um, yeah, and every, and then there's also like American Brawler and Barrio Brawler, which supposedly is the original title. I don't see anywhere on this IMDb that it's called Pit Fighter. So Yeah, that's, that's really odd that mm-hmm. Tubi specifically had it as Pit Fighter. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's the Australian title. Uh, and okay. so yeah today we're talking about barrio brawler uh, thank you a, for that for, for yeah bring us back on track <laughs> a uh, an interesting find on tubi as i was really really scraping for some mma movies because we are still in mma what blood, girl's blood wasn't enough to satiate your mma <laughs> uh one more slight tangent the mm-hmm. german title of this movie is fight club 2 Oh shit! All right, <laughs> I just try to imagine. Try to imagine like David Fincher is like, yes, I approve of this. I approve yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Um, Zero. It's weird that you recommend this movie because uh, after watching it, uh, I don't know. Did, would I consider this a hidden gem? But I, like, I don't know. That's like a question for myself. I don't know if it's rhetorical or not because it's, right, right. it's surprisingly good, but it's not great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So the the thing there, there's a lot of things you have to consider when you're watching this movie. Mm-hmm. It is very low budget. I think only two hundred thousand. Uh, the director did not do many films before it. He did a lot of shorts. This is the main actor's first starring role, and then I think only one of two roles he had. Like mm-hmm. he didn't act again. So there's just lots of things to consider. Like, you know, you don't, you don't want to be so harsh on these types of films sometimes. Uh, and it was distributed by The Asylum, best known for the really, really, you know, like poor taste mockbusters <laughs> uh, that they try to capitalize on, like Transmorphers, uh, you know, Atlantic right. Riff, all that kind of stuff. Right, right. I, I mean, this is far more tasteful. Although it's, I will say that this film, film is generally kind of bland but in like the nicest way possible right yeah it's 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 interesting there is technically nothing wrong with this movie if you think about it like mm. there's no, there's like no glaring plot holes there's not really anything so much to pick apart in terms of the story like everything runs along the lines of going from a to b and then everything is settled at the end yeah. but I, I guess where it falters is in really hooking you, really engaging you, because there's there's nothing wrong with the characters, but it it something about them was not making me like the main character. I think it might be attributed to his acting. He is a little wooden at times. He's very one note. Uh, Marco Antonio Alvarez playing uh, our hero or main character Carlos Castillo. 
and yeah, he's he's always disappointed. I would say, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's that's his emotion almost yeah, well, the entire movie. Right. Well, that's his character, and and on the topic of character, uh, this movie has very one dimensional ones, right? Like the characters. Yeah. Don't even have any arc if you really boil down the like the the A to Z of this movie. Like they are exactly who they were at the beginning of the film as they are at the end. Um, especially uh, when you actually watch the film. Like uh, right now, you what you don't agree? No, no, no. So uh, <laughs> j- just just to kind of generalize the plot a little bit, um, mm-hmm. Carlos Castillo, our main character, he is the owner and manager teacher at an MMA martial MMA or martial arts gym and he's you know behind on the bills surprise surprise <laughs> he needs money and he decides to seek out i guess his estranged almost kind of long lost brother mm-hmm. as he yeah, yeah half brother as he attributed to his college funds a long time ago so he finally yeah. decides to take him up on the Even though he works at a bar up. now, yes, the brother <laughs> played by he runs Dennis in with the wrong Ruel. crowd. Yes, yes. yeah. I, I watch Ricky. this guy's, uh, yeah, Ricky, uh, Dennis Royal. I watch his uh, stunt reel afterwards. I mean, he's very impressive. He's done a lot of like, in, like big budget uh, Hollywood movies, like uh, Sorry to Bother You. Um, and actually, no, that's the one that actually like really stands out more than anything else. Uh, he's done a lot, bunch of video games as well um, as motion capture, uh, like Batman uh, for the Telltale game, Batman um, games, uh, and yeah, no, he's he's clearly very talented when you watch him in the film. Um, but yeah, like he kind of like takes like the uh, not sidekick, but he like more supporting role character uh, yeah, compared yeah. to uh, Alvarez. Oh, so so just just to go back to it a little bit. Um... It turns out that Carlos is separated from his wife. Uh, he's still able to see his child, you know, on sort of like a limited basis. But he has he has um, pushed away his family because of his dedication to his gym. And to just go against what you were saying in the beginning, he does change because he eventually gets his family back. Spoiler alert. It's one of those movies. That's not a character arc. That is a character. <laughs> that is arc. not he a learns character arc. To stop being who he was, kind of. No, uh, no, 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 no. He he he, he wins. His, I mean, wow, we're already spoiling it. I mean, okay, we can spoil the hell out of this movie because this movie is extremely predictable. You know exactly what the story beats. Yeah, up. yeah. I mean, like, and it's not a surprise. Like you, you'll you'll still get the same entertainment value or not get the same entertainment value because you know all all the beats along the way. You know he's gonna get his family back at the end. Um, but that's not a story arc because you know in the beginning of the film he already acknowledges that he messed up and he's going to do what he needs to do. It's there's no revelation there. He's just like I. <laughs> it's not like oh uh, oh I need to change this about myself. He's like no he he already knows in the beginning he needs to change and he needs to win back his family. And at the end so, he wins so he back does. his family. Yeah, but that's not our, that's not a character arc. That's literally like he already, he already what is, is. What is that then? I thought that's exactly no, what that is. No, he's like he already knows what his own flaws, and at the end, he because he atoned for like his flaws, he got his wish, he got his family back. But that's not an arc. It's like he's already like the person he was in the beginning of the movie as he is at the end. Now he's. <laughs> Nicer? His situation's different, but it's uh, no, he's not. I would say he's nicer. Yeah, <laughs> that that's his story arc. He's a little more nicer. <laughs> okay, well, in terms of the characters, I think that's what what's uh, the the thing that 
makes me say that the movie's relatively bland. Uh, yeah, the 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 dialogue and these characters, like the dialogue, is extremely um, wooden, like across the board. Right? There are some light-hearted scenes, like that are kind of just thrown in throughout the film, um, that are trying to be, well, jovial and light-hearted and and like like oh, look at the comedy, but they go on for like way too long, and like the jokes don't really hit, and um, the levels, the audio levels, are all over the place. <laughs> Uh, and I mean, I, I, I don't want to, I'm actually going to be a little bit more lenient on the acting. I think that the level of acting was just appropriate enough for their, for their roles. I think that because the main character is meant to be a little bit more wooden, uh, he's supposed to be a lot more like uh, the wise sensei, like literally the sensei character in this martial arts movie. Uh, he's supposed to be a little bit more, you know, stoic, a little bit more. But at the same time, being kind of hot-headed. Perfect. I yeah, think that, yeah. that's a good you know, uh, performance on his part. Because, like, you know, don't want to give him too much range to work yeah, with. Yeah, that's what I basically got out of his character, that he's a little temperamental. Mm-hmm. He has beef with his half-brother because well, of... his brother's a screw-up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of what we establish uh, in their first meeting in the movie. And... It's weird because you want scenes like this where they're talking out their issues with each other. We're getting to know the characters. But as you mentioned, I think it's it's kind of an issue with the script, really. Like, how? yes, you can do these things with these characters. We can get to know them. We can understand their backstory and why they have these issues with each other. But you have to write it in a more interesting and engaging way rather than these two guys are at a bar and they're literally just verbally telling us oh why they god. why they have issues <laughs> oh my god that, that they're i mean not to jump right into it but i guess you since you brought it up yeah that scene goes on for ages <laughs> and yeah it, it's like a little bit of exposition a little bit of character development so like to setting up what their situation is their relation to one another meanwhile there's just this ongoing joke about this one woman who can't bartend she's not good at bartending she's new and uh it's they, they tried in. it tried they, they, tried. It they tried. tried to break it up you know and instead of it just being like these two heads talking to each other they tried to alleviate it with some comedy it's it's okay it's all yeah, right yeah. I'm, I'm very forgiving of that ricky you know i'm just training and i don't know any of the drinks yet why would you want to order an iced tea anyway here rum and coke right so right. in i guess like the the main plot of this movie then is the two brothers, they are skilled martial artists, obviously, because the main character owns the, you know, the gym mm-hmm. or the dojo or whatever. It turns out that the brother owns or runs the bar for, I guess, a, a gang boss. leader, a mob mm-hmm. boss. And this mob boss uh, is looking to have illegal fight tournaments. Knowing that yeah. the two brothers are actually skilled fighters, he kind of, uh, you know, ropes them in under the guise that they can kind of pay off their debts and they, you know, he can, the brother can pay back the other brother. Everybody could be happy because everyone's getting money from the betting and the fighting. You know, I feel like MMA movies, uh, for the most part, there's like a slippery slope in terms of, uh, what the stories can be about. Right. And I feel like this kind of like falls into that mold of what, what, what MMA movies are essentially devolved to. It's like, 
oh, someone's in financial straits. There's always a brother that's, you know, like in, in financial <laughs> oh God, problem. Yeah. Yeah, there's always it, financial strains. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. always financial strains. I don't want to fight, but I'm going to fight in this illegal underground tournament. Oh, and then, <laughs> they're going to fight at the end. And then the mob, and then the ringleader is like, "You need to throw the tournament." And he goes, "No, like you need." To, I'm referencing <laughs> another movie, like and this, like it fits every checkbox right there. And we just watched another movie, which we aren't going to talk about, called "Forced to Fight" with Gary Daniels, and it's like it's this movie. Yeah. Almost, I like if you like break it down to like the core essentials. Like, yeah. Oh my god, this. this is forced to fight. I yeah, didn't right, even right. That. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Oh my god. Yeah, it's the. I mean, it, it, you know, it's a similar situation with the brothers yes. and having to kind of get out of debt. You know, not yeah. not exactly the same. The brothers a screw up. Similar. There's a brothers yeah. a screw up. Towards the end, uh, the mob boss wants the the main character to throw the fight. And oh the God, main character refuses. Right, right. Well, I'm like, I feel like I just watched this movie. And, well, the reason why we didn't cover Force to Fight, and we're not going to cover Force to Fight, or maybe we'll talk about it lightly in, in, in our Patreon episode, if you listen to us uh, shill out <laughs> <laughs> and want to hear our exclusive episodes, uh, if you uh, support us there. But, uh, yeah, Force to Fight has a very similar premise. And the reason why we're not talking about that is because the action isn't very comprehensible uh even though the movie i generally say is a lot more competent like overall even though gary daniels is insufferable in the movie and oh man again. he's written horribly but we're going yeah. on a tangent here yeah we are right but like the reason why we're talking about pit fighter is um it eschews a lot of like the mma trappings uh, mma movie trappings because it remembers it's a movie first and a martial arts or a authentic martial arts movie second because uh, I don't know what it is about MMA movies. They, their editing and camera work can be complete dog shit at times. They, I don't know why they feel the need to do that. And here, I feel like they pulled their punches just correctly. It, and it's like, perfect. This is great. This is entertaining. Yes. So, um, I don't know if you listened to... Um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Scott Atkins' uh, new Art of Action episode with Tiger Chen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, no, came I, out today, I, not yet. and he was asking Tiger a question: uh, Which would you rather have? Would you have? Would you rather have really good, complicated choreography, mm-hmm. but with poor camera work, or would you rather have like, you know, like a fight scene with like just okay choreography, but with really good camera work? Mm-hmm. And the answer is very obvious: You want yep. a good camera work because you want shots to be framed correctly. And as I was rewatching this, after I listened to that, I just kept thinking, oh, man, this applies here like so much. Yes. Because you can very clearly see the limitations of the choreography, the budget and everything. But it's how they decided to place the camera and how they decided to edit it. And they put the good, fancy, you know, very um, visually exciting moves in certain places so that the fights felt exciting and it looked cool. Right, right. No, I, I uh, completely see that in the final product. Uh, and actually, that kind of brings me to my favorite Amazon uh, review of this movie. Uh, oh this, this guy wrote, it took 12 days to film the entire movie. And I think they did a one hell of a good job piecing it all together the way that they did. So, I mean, like with that, with that quote, I think that yeah, no, that's awesome. You know, like the camera work uh you know like definitely is it's like it can be extremely dynamic at times and i think it it keeps things 
uh, like interesting, uh, even when the choreography can be very simple at times. So I completely like, I'm like especially like when if this is true and like uh, unfortunately there's not much information on this movie like outside of this. Uh, if that's very true, then I like I think that 12 days to film the entire film is you know especially with the the action the way that it is. It's extremely commendable. So that quote is true. I mm -hmm. found on, um, what's his name? Uh, Dennis? Oh, Dennis Rowell's Dennis website um, mm -hmm. that, uh, yes, it took 12 days to shoot and only three days were dedicated to the fights. So oh, oh shit. <laughs> That's no time at all. Impressive. Yeah, there's just no time. Right, right. There, there's only, what, four, five locations max mm. in this movie? They right, just, right. You know, they just have to, you know, they just run it and gun it, you know, shoot, shoot where they needed to. <laughs> uh right i mean i the, the reason why this is also my favorite amazon quote is because like while i learned a lot of good things from that that this quote but also this guy wrote uh the movie caught my attention because hollywood is captivated with over exaggerating martial arts what american brawler did was strip it down and work on the actual stunts i, I don't i don't know i don't know if hollywood is like over exaggerating the martial arts i think that hollywood like doesn't it's like the opposite like i don't think they trust the martial arts uh because like as we've seen other mma movies like they hyper edit the shit out of it and here it's like i feel like they're they're this movie is over exaggerating the martial arts and that's not a bad thing i'm just saying you know like 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 this quote is like completely <laughs> flip-flopping on like or like flipping around like what's you know, reality is. Yeah, um, that sounds like somebody who might be a little jaded after seeing a little too much uh, wire foo in some Hollywood <laughs> movies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else there is to say. I mean, like that's that's the the, the film itself. I think is very entertaining. But yeah, in in terms of an actual film, if you don't care for the martial arts, uh, it can just kind of be like. All right, that was like the simplest film I've ever watched, <laughs> right? I mean, it, yeah, it's very I, much A to B. I agree. It is a very simple movie, but I think that's kind of what they were going for. Thankfully, we've we've talked about some MMA, movie, MMA movies already where the plot just gets so convoluted and complicated when it should just be, hey, here's the tournament. We got to train for the tournament. Okay, now we're fighting in the tournament, the end. Oh, uh, just just to harp on the fact that all the MMA movies are basically the same. What was that movie where we watched uh, where with Dan Daniel Bernhardt in it? Oh God, was that uh, Supreme Champion? Supreme oh, Champion, <laughs> same premise. I'm telling you, it's also the same premise. Instead of a brother, it's an ex. It's an ex girlfriend. But otherwise, it's the same oh, yeah. fucking movie. She's got she's got money troubles, <laughs> and she ropes him into fighting for him. Oh, I'm telling you, every crazy. MMA movie is exactly the same, and the only one that really stands out is Here Comes the Boom. <laughs> no he had no, money he troubles money oh trouble. my god they all have money troubles uh all right well with all okay. that said uh, boy, so i, I want to point out one thing at least with this movie that um we i can't recall having come across this uh yeah, yeah in in any martial arts movie to be honest uh Besides, uh, maybe a few here and there. So this movie has the distinction of being, uh, having a backdrop of, I guess, like in Mexican culture or Latin American culture. Mm -hmm. The two mm -hmm. leads, I believe, are um, uh, of Latin American descent. Mm -hmm. And we get aspects of that in the film. Yeah. yeah. And I was actually kind of happy about that because when you think of martial arts, you think first, obviously, Asia, you know, China. 
Um, and then, you know, what white Americans, uh, black Americans are doing. I don't recall too many, uh, like Latin American martial arts, uh, action heroes. That's, that's the, fair. Yeah. If you think about it, the last thing we covered was Falcon rising, which took place in Brazil, but that wasn't even, you know, that's starring Michael Jai White. And then the last thing I think we did before that was Kiltro with Marco Zoror. That's a <laughs> that's a Chilean film. So I I, I I was always I'm always looking for films you know from different countries. This is an American production, I believe, but it's it's kind of, you know it's kind of refreshing that it's it's giving us some Latin American flavor in there because I don't recall too many Latin American films that feature martial arts fighting. That movies. is true. I mean, it's still an American production, but I mean, yeah, I, I I'm glad. That- it's almost like a breath of fresh air that the cast is primarily a Latin American roots, uh, Latino roots. And, you know, like it's even spoke, it's even like sprinkled throughout the dialogue here and there. Um, <laughs> it's so much so that they shit on white, uh, white folks, which, uh, I'm like, Hey, white people jokes. I'm all for it. <laughs> In fact, there's like an entire character who is, uh, whose whole MO is to be, you know, that, Oh, like the that, punching bag. Well, he's the punching, well, literal punching bag, kind the of Guaylo punching bag. Yeah. 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 But he's the gringo punching bag in this in yes. this film, and he's um, I mean he's he's there to be your typical like annoying white dude who thinks he knows everything, and it's like great. I mean I know it's a stereotype, but I mean like yeah, you go you know I'm I'm all for this movie trying to be you know like all right like let's let's focus on 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 our film right here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and I mean, even though the character is just like, kind of like a one note thing, I mean, like that, you know, I, I can just see what they're trying to do there. They're trying to like, make that character seem like, um, he, well, I, I like that when he comes in, he's just like, oh, I know a little bit of Wing, Wing Chun, even yes, though there's Kenpo. no G at the end of G <laughs> Wing Chun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're making yeah. him out to be the, the buffoon so yeah. that he kind of gets what he deserves. Yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, Pit Fighter, uh, American Brawler. Brilio, Barrio, Barrio, Barrio. <laughs> Fight Club Two, Fight Club Two, yeah, Fight Club Two is great. Uh, much better if because David Fincher, that that hack David Fincher, that hack, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, very interesting, very interesting. It's not a great film, but it's, uh, but it's good enough. I don't know where my opinion stands on this movie. Do it's are weird, we just, right? Are we are we just jaded because we watched so many terrible MMA movies? No, no. So, no. Uh, like I said, I was watching this out of the corner of my eye, so I wasn't like fully engaged. Mm-hmm. Once we got to the middle where all the fights are pretty much loaded up, I realized like, oh, actually this actually has some pretty good choreography, so I paid attention to it until the end. And then I rewatched the beginning, and I was just like, and I was just thinking, oh man, like this, this takes a while to get into. So that's why I said to you, I was like, hey, you should check this out. Keep these things in mind. Don't you know the first fight is not what the movie is like. It just takes a while to get to get going. And yeah, yeah once you hit the middle, I was like, okay, yeah, I think this is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I um, I watched the first thirty minutes, and you know, that's that's typical of any action movie and uh, or martial arts movie for that matter. Uh, it, like the first 30 minutes you really just have to give it a, a a little bit more leniency like if i mean after that point it's if you don't see anything it's actually kind of alarming and you <laughs> you have to be a little bit like cautious like because you know if there's no action at that point you, you have to be there might not be any going forward but like you know the first 30 minutes like okay it's fine it's like character building it's bland but not boring like the characters are 
extremely one note. Uh, the attempts at humor are also kind of one note. Um, but you know, whatever, like it's excusable because like you know it, it is what it, it's that kind of movie. Uh, the I didn't care that the first quote unquote fights in the beginning were not that great. I mean they're not meant to be. But like once we get to a thirty minute mark when they're actually fighting in the, the garage and such, or hell, even the the little fight, the little scuffle between the brothers in the dojo, I thought that was perfectly fine. It's like, oh hey, this is a good tasting of what we're gonna get later in the film. So I never felt that way. Um, but yeah, like I'd, I'd still say like this movie like is in this like weird limbo space in, in terms of like how I how I feel about it. It's like as a movie, it's like. Just kind of like mediocre. Mo- as a movie, as a movie. Yeah, like- yeah. No, no. I, I get, I get what you're saying. I mean, I found this on Tubi. I don't want to say that Tubi has bad movies, but it also does have a lot of kind of straight to video bargain budget films. Not to discredit those, because I think this was a nice little find for yes. what it is. Yeah. So, it, I, I, I understand what you're saying because I was kind of bored watching it, but I just. I appreciate what it did with the limitations of the budget, the, sh- the shooting schedule. It's just, it's just amazing because then we watch all these other MMA, MMA movies and they're just so incompetently made. <laughs> I, it's like a mix of, it's a mix of things, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean that, that as a movie, like I said before, it is just okay ish. Kinda. It's not, it's not horrible, but it's not great. It's not even good. It's just like, it's just like perfectly mediocre. Okay. Uh, but the fighting is like, it's it's leagues above all the MMA movies we've been watching, <laughs> and it, it, but it's also at the same time as a martial arts movie, it's also not the greatest, right? It's not even I would even yeah, rank yeah. it anywhere in that. But like in terms of an MMA movie, this is like the gold standard so far. <laughs> it's like so sad. It's like oh, why can't other MMA movies be like this? And like I can already hear all the MMA fans being like, "Oh, you know, because MMA is not like that. You know, no, there's no fancy kicks." I'm like, "But it's a movie. You have to yeah. take liberties. It's because it's a movie." Right, right, right. And that, that's and, where I stand. I mean, to 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 argue that too, there's some great grappling stuff going on, and it's shot dynamically and interestingly in a way that I liked what I was seeing. It can be done. So. Yeah. Someone do it. Do it. This movie did it right, I feel like. It, yeah. As you mentioned, it kind of straddles the line between realistic MMA and, and you know, fantastical, you know, not mar- not like fantastical, but going going into the quote-unquote cinematic where you have to make things very visually flashy. It right. doesn't go over the top because we get the slow motion every now and then to highlight those things. But, you know, we're martial arts fanatics. We do want to see some good moves every now and that, then. Yeah, that, you hit it over the head. That's exactly my sentiments. Um, I, I don't even know where to go with, with that. Uh, it's, okay, it's like, I, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, this movie's not even good. <laughs> okay, I think, I think I know how I could sum it up for you. Sure. Uh, you could watch the fights on YouTube, right? Yeah. Oh, that, that's fair. That's very fair. Yeah, yeah you could. <laughs> so just watch the just fights on YouTube or Tubi? Well, I mean, it's on the, Tubi. Well, the movie's free. It, mm-hmm. I think it's on Tubi. It's on Vudu. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a small little thing. I think you should support it and check it out. I yep. I mentioned earlier, like I haven't, I can't recall a movie starring uh, Latin American martial arts actors. What well, like and it's pre- predominantly a uh, Latino yeah. cast. So yeah, yeah, no. and and having the backdrop of you know Latin American culture in there. So it's it's got that. Um, not something I could personally relate to, so maybe that's why. I, hey, I'm I all for inclusivity, so yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I feel like I'm, I'm with you. Where I'm like, I don't know how to how to recommend this. It's kind of like ooh, the thing. recommendation section of this is gonna be really rough. Uh, I like the movie enough. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like I'm just like grasping at straws here. I have no idea where I stand with it. The fights themselves are an interesting experiment uh, to prove that MMA is possible to film and make interesting cinematically. That's awesome. I love that. That's that great. yeah, that is my that is my ultimate uh, takeaway from this movie. It is like MMA is possible to film cinematically, but the movie is. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay it's an okay film let's leave it as that and uh, yeah that that's that's american a uh, barrio brawler american fight, fight club two brawler fight clubber two. <laughs> oh man I, imagine imagine the brother was always in his head i was gonna uh, make that <laughs> you are you yeah the brother was dead this whole th- not even dead he just wasn't even head. there <laughs> 